Hi and welcome to Scott Bryant's Fitness Systems podcast. Thank you for listening today to this podcast. I'm Scott Bryant, your host. And what I'm going to talk to you today about is about why people quit on their exercise program or with their personal trainer or why they just don't do exercise in general. Unfortunately, more than 40% of the country is obese. But when the doctor says you've got obesity, they're not measuring your fat ratio and your muscle ratio. So sometimes they could be giving the wrong diagnosis. Like you could get Mike Tyson, who was 15 stone at 5'11". In the uh, way that they (laughs) measure obesity, he would be called obese. But with ripped cut muscle, he's definitely not. And being the heavyweight boxer of the world, he definitely would not be obese. Can you see where the uh, obesity measurement could be wrong? The same as COVID. You could get tested for COVID, but you die of cancer or AIDS or a heart attack or a car crash. But we're not talking about COVID tonight. We're talking about The first stumbling block for many, many people is just sheer laziness. Or maybe they do a very hard physical job and they may think that they don't need to do any physical exercise uh, because they do a physical job like a builder, like somebody uh, hauling stuff, you know, a delivery guy or somebody that's a fireman. But that's purely a complete and utter lie. We all need physical exercise in which to uh, keep ourselves active. It's now been scientifically proven that we need to move for at least 30 minutes every day to keep the body thinking it's alive. Otherwise, you start to atrophy the muscle, the ligaments and tendons and your muscle mass is not as strong as it could be or should be. The next stumbling block is many people just don't know how or what type of exercise to do. When you've got CrossFit, boxing, running, any martial art, uh, walking, swimming, uh, playing cricket, playing football, all these things, there's just so many ways to exercise and move the body. So really, there's no excuse. I see lots of people now on these motorised scooters going around London and everywhere in general. To me, they should be banned because people are just getting lazier and lazier. So they're not even pedalling on the bikes now. They're just getting on the scooter once they've charged it up for a few hours. But unfortunately, they're not going to see their cardiovascular fitness go down and realise that it could be because of the scooter, the car, the bus, the train. Myself, I personally like to walk everywhere. I don't own a car simply because it makes you lazy, in my opinion. But obviously I haven't got the luxury of uh, going out in a car, listening to my own music and driving out of London. If I'm going to travel, I've got to go on a bus or a train, uh, which I try and avoid as much as I can. Uh, The next stumbling block is that I've got this many a time and it's a real warning sign to you trainers out there that might be listening to my podcast is that if a client says they don't like exercise, you may not be able to convince them how good or how good it is for them. I worked with one person that hated exercise and I hated training them. They were so horrible that every time I turned up, I'd say, how are you today? 
oh I don't want to do this I hate it I don't want to do it I don't want to do it and I'm like after 20 sessions I didn't want to go there anymore it pissed me right off uh, so people don't like exercise you've got to try and go deep and find out what they do like running swimming walking jogging fighting and just get them to do what they like and then hopefully over 21 days when they retrain the brain or three months that they will start to get the endorphins and start to like and enjoy exercise. The next big excuse is money. Now, I'm a PT in London and been in London for 20 years training clients. I'm 100 and 150 pounds an hour. So if you want to book me, you've got to really want to do it. If you don't, then go and book a 20 pound an hour trainer that you're going to wind up and cause lots of problems because you don't want to pay the £150 an hour trainer. Uh, So I believe it's really important that if a client starts whinging and moaning about money before they even start, go and find someone else. I don't want to work with you. Because as a master check practitioner level four in London, I've got to do comprehensive assessments, comprehensive lab testing to find out exactly why your body's not changing, why you're not increased in strength, muscular endurance, or you're not losing the weight that you're looking to lose. Don't let money be a block. If you want to work with the best, say you want to wear a Tag Heuer watch that I wear, or you want to wear a Rolex, you'll find the money somehow to pay for that. Or if you want to drive a nice car, you will find the money to pay for that. So don't let money be an excuse. And if you're a PT watching this, Uh, listening to this sorry make sure that your fees are high so you don't have to work so hard so if you're 30 pounds an hour 25 pounds an hour you're going to be working your socks off just to pay your rent at home or the rent on the building or the rent at the gym that you're working at to try and make ends meet so you've got to keep the fees high and not uh, not prostitute yourself like lay there with your legs open going come and do it to me Uh, for £10 an hour because it just doesn't work in the long run in my opinion. The next biggest excuse that I found is time. Oh I don't have the time to exercise but do you have the time to die? Do you have the time to have heart attack? Do you have the time to get diabetes? Do you have the time uh, to lose muscle mass? Do you have the time to be less stronger than your friends? that do exercise, that do look after themselves. So I'm gonna be 50 in February, and turning 50 in February is amazing that I've got this far, Uh, but I'm still as strong as I was when I was 20, which is is great, even stronger than I was when I was 20, which which is a great feeling. And this is the thing that making time, we now know with HIIT training, you can do as little as 15 minutes and still get a buzz, still get a good muscle tone and still get the body to change. In the the way that I train people now, I warm them up, we do flexibility and mobilizing work and then we train. The exercise is normally only about 15, 20 minutes, no longer than that. So I believe in train, don't drain the client, which uh, many of you budding personal trainers out there maybe beasting your client thinking that you're going to get the result then you may hurt your client's back neck shoulder 
and then you get the blame for it and then if you haven't got a contract for your business you'll end up getting sued so let this be a warning to you if you've not got that as a PT set up so I believe every trainer coach client needs a mentor in their trainer or if you're if you're listening to this and you're just looking to find out why you're not exercising and how you can motivate yourself the things that you need to do is goal set goal setting writing down not just thinking writing your goals down works it works every time every time I write a goal down I always achieve it it may take a bit longer than what I think but I always get there in the end so write down goals hang around with positive people hang around with other people that exercise so it'll make you exercise look at your family history and see whether you've got uh, systemic diseases that you may get if you don't exercise to motivate yourself buy magazines to motivate yourself watch movies to motivate yourself Uh, there's a great movie by Will Smith I can't remember what it's called what's it called The Pursuit of Happiness, and in that movie, you see that he had to work hard to become top of his field. And this is the same for PTs, that if you want to become the top in your profession as a personal trainer, you've you've got to do the hours, you've got to do the studying, you've got to, you know, be the picture of the, the clients want to look like, so when they meet you, they see you're fit, you see you're in shape, they can see you do 20 press-ups, they can see that you can run a marathon or whatever your goal is and in which to inspire them to want to exercise so really it's really important for you to be the mentor for your friends and your clients and for you to be the walking talking example of that I've dropped down to 12 and a half stone or 80 kilos to look much better at 50 to be stronger to be fitter to be faster and to be leaner as I age I don't want to be 16 stone bodybuilder or power trainer because I know that that's going to have detrimental effects as I age. Uh, So really, if you know somebody that's lazy or somebody that needs help, go and help them. I help any of you that are listening to my podcast. My YouTube channel has now got uh, 3,000 and... 3,282 subscribers. I'm uploading YouTube videos twice a week. So there's a YouTube video that I've done about not quitting your exercise that you can see, which I've done as a live podcast. So you can go and listen to that, or you can buy my book for about $3.99 on Amazon. Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want Now. Uh, If you buy the book, in the back of the book, somewhere there's a code if you give me that code i will design you a free program that will change your body forever so i hope you've enjoyed this podcast it's been over 11 minutes 26 i try not to make the podcast too long because i know people get bored and everyone's busy i hope you've enjoyed and please subscribe to the uh, apple podcast and please leave me a review if you leave me a review i will go out of my way to try and find out your details in which to contact you to say thank you and get you live on my YouTube podcast if you're up for that. Anybody in trainers, if you've got uh, videos of you exercising 
and you'd like me to put them on my uh, YouTube podcast, then please send them to my phone, which is 0784-1144-878, and I'll be more than happy to blog about you on my YouTube channel so you can get some subscribers or people calling you or contacting you through my YouTube channel. Thank you very much for listening to me tonight. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please subscribe, please comment, and please leave me a review. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to Scott Bryant's Fitness Systems. And this podcast is all about why do personal trainers, coaches quit fitness within the first three months of them being qualified and starting to work in gyms. Now, the reason being is working in a gym at the age 21 and upwards is very hard. I've noticed that there's a big amount of the budget gyms now do not pay you a wage. They would like you to work 15 hours a week for them and say that that's payment for rent and then you can walk the floor after the 15 hours to try and get clients. So what this really means is that you're working for free for 40 hours a week. That's no payment until you get a client. Now, the unfortunate thing about clients, clients can be very flaky from a point of view. They'll start with you, may not like what they're doing with you and quit with you very fast. Many trainers get their clients to sign up for one month in advance. So you really only have two months worth of money before they can stop, quit and give up. So this is a recipe for disaster. So I always get clients to sign up for at least three months because this is the amount of time it will take for them to get to know me, me to get to know their body and for us to get change for them and see huge improvement in their body. And I educate the client about that before we start. The other thing is, is that when you're getting a client signing up for three months and you get, say, six clients that have paid you for three months up front, that may be the equivalent to six months worth of money in your bank account. So you can relax and the pressure is off. But you've still got the pressure on you because an average uh, budget gym will charge you £700 in which to train your clients in their gym where you've got no legal rights because you're self-employed. Now, I believe that this needs to change, but in 21 years, it hasn't. This business model works for the gym, but doesn't work for the personal trainer. The other thing is that when you're not being paid, it's very, very demoralizing. And then when you're trying to get clients, clients can feel that, uh, that state of urgency in you and may not want to sign up because of the pressure you may be putting them under by the way that you're talking to them. So in my belief, uh, budget gyms, unless they've got a big turnover of customers joining constantly, it will be harder and harder if you're new to the industry to stick out this job simply because there's not enough clients to go after because even if the personal trainer's been there for a year, he's still gonna be regularly looking for clients to try and get it to the level that 
paying the rent is, isn't such a hard hit on his income, especially when you've got to pay £700 a month. Now, admittedly, paying £700 a month is cheaper than having your own facility. If you have your own facility, you've got to pay uh, tax, national insurance, water rates, business rates, electric, uh, money for the equipment, uh, money to advertise, and that's before you even open up. So really, the gym model is a good idea, but it's just the way that they treat the trainers, and that's why they leave so fast, which is a real shame. But the fitness industry is all about getting as much money out of the trainer as quick as they can before they give up and see the light and realise it's a real tough job. Now, I've known many, many trainers in my 21 years, and probably more than half of them are not doing it anymore because they realise how tough it is and how your income can fluctuate so much. And if you're in a big gym, if one month you don't earn any money, you've got no savings, you're out the door. They ask you to leave, unless you've got a really nice, compassionate manager that can see that you've worked hard, built your business up and realising that you're going through a dodgy period. The same as the gyms, their income goes up and down depending on the season. The gyms will make the most amount of money January, end of January, beginning of February, March, April, because that's when people feel guilty after Christmas and they decide that they want to uh, fool themselves into having New Year's resolutions. 95% of New Year's resolutions are broken and people give up. I've made on average £3,000 to £5,000 a year from people just giving up, not turning up, not returning my calls and just don't want to do it anymore but can't explain why and won't let me coach them to keep to get them to keep doing it. Exercise is hard, it can be boring for a lot of people. So what I specialise in is like back pain and uh, core control and uh, working in with medical failures. So somebody might have been to see the physio, the doctor, the osteopath and all the other professionals, but nobody seemed to get to the root cause. And with the, the pull check master system that I learned, you can get to the root cause and you can change things as long as the client is open and ready for that. So that was number one about uh, why people quit gyms or quit the fitness industry within three months. The next thing is number two, which is bad management. So a lot of these gyms are very badly managed and the managers are so busy, they can't even read your CV correctly. So uh, with bad managers trying to pick on the trainers and trying to uh, build up their own client base while affecting your client base if you're the freelance trainer. And this is what many trainers get pissed off about. When I worked at Fitness First in Embankment, I was one of the busiest trainers there and I made a lot of money. Uh, but the money used to come off of the client, what they paid the re in the reception area. They didn't pay me at that time. So the manager accused me of putting stuff through the system that wasn't mine. And this really angered me. I said, look, I've been doing 50, 60 hours a week in the gym, training people. The clients have paid me. It's not my fault I've earned more than you this month. 
And this is what the um, managers take as an offence, that you're busier than them and you're working harder than them, uh, but they choose to uh, accuse you of things that you've not even done. So obviously I left Embankment and started uh, doing more freelance work where I was respected by the person that was paying me. Number five is, uh, or number three, sorry, is respect. There's lots of uh, I'm better than you in the gym and lots of ego and all that type of nonsense. But there's lack of respect for each other because most PTs will just do a level three, level three, level four qualification and then not keep their education ongoing. They would just do one or two courses and then give up because they realise that they're not making the money back on the money that they spent on their education. Now, I've been extremely lucky. Every single course that I've done, I've tripled my income and always made the money back because I'm very, very good at sales. And I'm a type of person that I implement what I've learned so it pays for itself. So I did a sports massage course that cost me 500 pound and I started using sports massage with clients on the first day. I did uh, a reflexology course and uh, started using that the next day. I bought a Theragun which cost me 580 pounds. I started using that with my clients and up my fee a little bit because the Theragun I was using on the clients and if it breaks down, I want to be able to buy a new one. Uh, so I've always managed to make the money back, especially on my check studying, uh, that cost me about 35 grand, but I spent 60,000 all, all in all, because traveling to seminars and going, staying in San Diego for, for, for three weeks, then coming back, then going out there again, staying for another three weeks and doing courses out there as well as doing extra courses in England like going to a dissection day where you look at dead bodies with no skin on which is a great idea to understand the muscle system at a deeper level. The next big problem is that it can be a very hard job. Now I've heard lying trainers saying to me they do 40 hours of PT now, doing 40 hours of PT is extremely difficult if you're good at your job. For one, you're constantly got to be thinking about, am I doing the right exercise with this client? Especially if you've got an individualized program for every client. If you haven't got that and you're giving everybody the same as what you do, then it's a walk in the park. But still to do 48 hours of PT, that's traveling to the gym, traveling home, then having your breaks in between, and then seeing eight a day, which is virtually impossible to give a real professional session where you know you're not hurting that client's neck, back, shoulder, and giving them the right exercises to see them keep improving constantly. And the other thing with fitness is that most personal trainers are busy in the morning, quiet in the afternoon, busy in the evening, then you go home. Uh, Training clients at, you know, 8, 9, 10 o'clock to me is stupidity. Uh, I've only ever trained clients really late like that if they've got, if they're really backed up with their life or work. 
and that's the only time they can get to me but then I will give them Tai Chi's pull check zone exercises which will keep the physiological load low and stop them going into uh, sympathetic dominant which will break muscle down make them cause uh, build uh, gain body fat and stop the body from enhancing and improving so being a PT may be fun as you're young but you will find it gets harder the more stuff that you study and learn in which to be able to give an ultimate service to your clients which I try to do that so I try and limit myself to five sessions a day any more than that then I know that I'm really not giving quality to my client anymore and really I'm being a prostitute I'm laying with my legs open being done by the client because I'm not really giving them a professional session in my opinion the other thing is is that many personal trainers get ripped off by their clients so I know one trainer I've not seen him for a while but he was telling me he had to take his clients to court to uh, get money out of them because they kept saying to him, we'll pay you the next session, we'll pay you the next session, we'll pay you the session after. Now, this is a key to failure. And this is why it's so important to get payment up front. One, to keep your business stable. Two, to keep your mind stable, that you can pay your bills. And three, it helps your bank account grow. So then when you do hit a a quiet period like summer, uh, Christmas time and stuff like that, you've got finances to cover your uh, business. And little or no help in the industry. So uh, I've mentored many, many personal trainers. Obviously I charge for that service. But other trainers I'll give them free information to. But what I found was every time I give free information, people never use it, they don't value it, they don't respect it. And that's why I charge for my programs or whatever I do with my client to make sure they respect what I'm doing with them. Otherwise, why should I be given a a program for free which which may take me one to two to three hours to design, taking in all their health issues and their posture and their breathing and other problems that need to be addressed in the program. Now in fitness, it can be very hard to make money, but you could do a boot camp over the park. You could charge 10 pounds an hour per person. So you could charge that, but it's getting that in the first place. So because of the pandemic, lots of people are exercising at home on their own and not employing the PT or the group trainer anymore because they realize they can do it on their own. Excuse me, I just need to drink some water. So very important to remember that being in fitness is hard. And I think the smart or not so smart people within the first three months think, oh, sod this for a laugh. This is really, really difficult. And I'm getting the backlash in the gym. I'm getting backlash from the clients. And it's really hard to market and to get new clients. So I'm going to give up. But I'm like a dog with a bone. So uh, I don't give up. I don't quit. I keep fighting. I keep going forward as much as I can, even if it's one step a week. 
at least I'm getting closer and closer to my goal. And obviously becoming a master pool check practitioner was no easy feat. It took me nearly six years to get to that level of lots of courses, lots of studying, lots of reading, lots of practice, lots of case histories in which to get to that standard. And still that's not really respected in the industry. It's not mainstream. Uh, when I was in that gym, if you, if you listened to one of my other podcasts recently, there was the manager and one other person out of a membership of 900 customers or members that knew who Paul Check was. And that really fabbed me because when I first started in the industry in 2000, in 2003 when I started doing the Czech studying every trainer I spoke to knew of Czech whereas now none of them know it's like as if they're doing no research they're not looking into an alternative way in which to train their clients or they may know of it but think oh fuck me that's too much work three years six years of studying and I've got to spend all this money out of my PT money that I'm earning and the other thing that really makes me laugh is PTs that are charging 45 50 pounds an hour and they think it's a lot of money I was charging 75 pounds an hour in 2003 we're now in 2021 and still trainers are charging the same rate but inflation has gone up insurance has gone up every price has gone up even the gym Uh, membership and the gym uh, rent you have to pay so why would you charge 35 pounds 45 pounds it's absolutely crazy and the thing is if you charge a lot of money it says that you do a lot of things if you buy a Rolex watch to a Casio watch there's a big difference if you buy a BMW to uh, a a Porsche there's a big difference and people some people value what they pay other people are tight and they don't want to pay a lot of money I remember uh, chatting to a, a billionaire and he said he would only train with a trainer if he was 50 quid an hour now that guy's a complete twat because he the, the 50 pound an hour trainer is not going to be the doing the same as what the uh, guy that's charging 120 pounds an hour will do so that would say to me that that guy is very uh, arrogant and ignorant to fitness because if he was highly educated about fitness he would see that he gets value out of uh, what he pays and there's the old saying you know you get more for what you pay for if you buy cheap chocolate you get cheap flavor if you buy expensive chocolate you get an expensive flavor so this is the reasons why uh, not because of chocolate but this is the reason why many pts quit within the first three months they'll pay three thousand pound for their education think that they know it all like i did back in the day and then when you hear about the czech institute or some other training organization that can open your mind you soon realize that you know absolutely fuck all and they've only really taught you the real basics of losing weight getting in shape and uh helping people to uh, get flexible, fitter, stronger. 
So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast tonight and uh, I hope you share and like it. Uh, I'm Scott Bryant and uh, please go to my YouTube channel. I've got 2,000 videos on YouTube, 8,000 subscribers, trying to get to 10,000. So please help me. And if you'd like to buy my book, Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want, now go uh, to Amazon or go to audiobooks where you can download the audio. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful uh, week. And if you'd like to be a guest poster on my podcast, let me know. And if you'd like to send me a video, I'm more than happy to upload one of your videos to my YouTube channel. Thanks very much. Peace out. Lots of love. Chat again soon. Bye.